1: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. Let the word go
3: forth. Fool me
2: once. Are you fired up? If I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on shame on you. Ah! Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel.
1: Boom, we can't get fooled again.
2: Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. We got another great episode for you. We're gonna break down the 18 people that have been indicted in Georgia. It happens all the time. Uh it happens, it happens all happens the time. To presidential candidates all the <laughs> all time. All the
3: time. Very normal.
2: Very normal. And we'll extend that conversation when it comes to the police raid on the Marion County record with Sherman Smith on the next episode, mm. who
3: writes. For the Kansas Reflector. Kansas Reflector. And and they were the first ones to publish the story about the raid.
2: Which is another fantastic local paper. All right. But let's start with a smattering of political news that I know everybody needs. Tan mom. Yeah, she looks like she's a leather couch. That's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) That's no couch. That's my wife, For those that don't remember tan mom, she made the news for being real tan. Mm Oh, right. right, right. That's fine. But I I think she was in Jersey when she was all tan.
3: Well, that checks out, too. Yeah, right.
2: But then now she moved to Florida because I guess that's where you want to go if you're go, if you want to get super tan, you yeah. go to Florida.
3: You want to, you want to get tan, you could do it in Jersey, but you want to stay tan, Florida. You go to
2: Florida, everyone feels like a good old leather wallet.
3: Mm. <laughs> mm. That's no leather wallet, that's my wife.
2: Well, tan mom, she wants to run for Senate. Oh, that's okay. right. Well, Her on. name is Patricia <laughs> Krenzel. She went viral in 2012 for taking her five-year-old daughter into a New Jersey tanning salon. And then everyone's like, well, that probably doesn't need to happen. Yeah. She is a a former Nutley resident (laughs) who now lives in Boca Raton. She has officially filed paperwork. To challenge incumbent GOP Senator Rick Scott. Wow. <laughs> I always encourage people to run, and Tan Mom, no different. Right. Get <laughs> after him, Tan him. Mom. Why not? She's gonna run as a Republican. I guess the uh the tan, the tanning salon does indeed erode the mind slightly. Mm. <laughs> she says, I know that I'm different and I have suffered for it. But, all, but us all being different is what makes this country so amazing and unique. Mm. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, wow. Tan Mom getting involved. Kind of playing a bit of the victim card there, saying, I'm a little different. I I over tan. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the diversity we're looking for in office. People who tan, less or more. It's about ideas, isn't it?
3: It should be. Well, John Boehner,
2: he was a former oh, Speaker of the House. Very, that very tan. That man was very
3: tan. Very tan all the time. Also, it's interesting, she's going to be running against Rick Scott in the Republican primary yes. for this U- U.S. Senate, the The Republican nomination, basically. And Rick Scott could not look less like tan mom. He is bald and very pale very <laughs> it's pale just like the complete opposite of tan
2: moms. So. so i i will say if you're rick scott i don't think they're scared i don't know mm. tan mom's coming for you <laughs> tan mom's coming for rick scott Crinsel senate bid comes as she stars in a tv docuseries what mm. know the name of the tv docuseries uh, tan mom tan to ten whoa oh, interesting. <laughs> it follows her attempts to quit tanning Oh, my God. Isn't that oh. exciting?
3: Well, that, you know, I, nothing
2: I, I, says that. Eh, it'll be a great senator than someone who doesn't have enough willpower to not tan. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't you just hang out? Don't you just go out to the sun? I mean, whatever. Right. The infamous tanner told the outlet that she has formed a bond with Florida's embattled LGBTQ community oh. during the Extreme Life makeover, and she wants to use those connections to spark change in Washington. Huh? Oh, so interesting. She's right. trying to carve out within the Republican Party. She says, yes. Yes, there were some people that would just said they need to be more homophobic. It was on, I believe it was uh, One America News. Oh my there was a Republican strategist, <laughs> this gal, who was like, the Republicans need to become more homophobic. But okay. Tan Mom says... Hey, less, Open less up. homophobic, mm. more
3: tan. Wow. So she's got some real ideas inside that tan nag of her.
2: Now, I will say she was charged <laughs> with child endangerment in 2012. Okay, right. Well, she
4: was trying to tanify. Right. Girl. That's yeah, dangerous. Yeah, 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 that yes. Dangerous. Well, yes, okay.
2: because apparently her daughter, Anna, I guess uh, this was at a Nutley salon. Mm. Uh, I guess you're not supposed to go give a bunch of UV rays to your kid. No, mm.
3: no, no. It's no. Pre- it's pretty harmful.
2: <laughs> to be fair, a grand jury did decline to indict her.
3: Aww.
4: There
2: you go. So no, nice. And uh, yep. So she said for the last 10 years, that incident has plagued her. Aww. She says every day for the past 10 years, it's left her in dire financial straits. Aww. And she's also, you know what, even worse than that. She's been banned by local tanning salons. Oh, no. So there you go. Much like Roy Moore, who's banned by moles in Alabama (laughs) because he kept on trying to bang all the 12-year-olds. Right. She's not allowed to go to tanning salons. I actually think these credentials might hold true in a Republican primary. Especially in Florida. In addition to her reality series, Krenzel, she's been on Howard Stern, and she's released a number of music videos. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Should we play some? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we should <laughs> Alright, so let's play this it, The name of this song is Free To Be Me Ooh. Yes, indeed So let's just play a little bit of this Song from the official Music video, Tan Mom Free To Be Me, running for Senate Is we got the set up here. we go. Oh, Let's yeah. just give it a listen. Door knocking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got we, Everyone's seen the video. They know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thanks, Coco. <laughs> oh, All right. Okay. Okay. She's got drag queens or trans women. Jesus Christ. So.
1: This must be a sign of the apocalypse.
3: Wow. How dare they treat Tan Mom
4: that way? All right, Patricia. <laughs> I so love what a good skit. <laughs> <us here today? laughs>
1: I want to lose
0: Tan Mom.
4: I think we can arrange that.
0: What happened to your
4: nose? Um Just a little tanning accident <sighs> She's back One more time
3: What?
2: Love, <laughs> she's
3: back I love it
2: Gemini <laughs> Cricket
3: Tam on Tam on Tam on Tam on Tam
2: on She's free To be Patricia Marie You see, you see. <laughs> I like the Wow.
0: All I want is the truth to be let out. Oh <laughs> you see what I out? You don't see what I've been through. Well here's a little message
4: to you. No, 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 no
3: wow. what
4: you say, <laughs>
3: oh my gosh, she's so different. She's so tan. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my gosh.
4: Okay. Tan mom. Tan mom. Tan, right. tan mom. Tan mom. Tan, <laughs> tan, mom tan mom. Oh
3: my gosh. That is a Senate you know launching worthy video. Is,
2: yo, by the politicians that have tried <laughs> to make something right, of Vivek right. Ramaswamy coming up here in a second, we have a lot of music in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Not the worst. Not, Not the, the worst. worst. She got something going
4: on there. Right. Yeah. She's
2: definitely she collabs. She she collabs. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. smart. She got yes. a, a
4: gay producer who's yep. yep. You know? Yeah, yeah. She knows yep. what she's doing. Yeah. So anyway, good coalition building. If
2: you're in Florida <laughs> and you are like, oh, we're looking for some hope, well, look no further. <laughs> and then
3: Tan mom. Tan
2: mom uh, is out there. Uh, she checked herself into a Palm Beach, Florida rehab in 2013 for alcohol abuse. So that was many years ago. So now. Sober. Let's. Well, who knows? We'll I, mean, I saw the video. <laughs> right. She's, she's really tan.
4: She's just so tan.
3: <laughs> she's very tan. <laughs> she's, really tan. She's,
4: it throws me off, honestly. Tan. Yeah. Well, all
2: right. Let's move on to another person seeking national office. Vivek Ramaswamy. The Iowa State Fair. It always brings the goods. It's not just deep fried butter and different kinds of pork product. It's also got a great stage. It's just a. Uh, it's just the stage. It's uh, what do they call it? I forget the name of the actual stage where you were allowed. Marianne oh, Williamson gave a speech on right, it. Right, right, right. Uh, it's just a stump, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's the, like stump the stump stage. It's yeah, a stump yeah. stage. Yeah, something like Vivek that. Vivek Ramaswamy was giving a, a, a really exciting speech to the people who were like, who is this guy? Maybe we like this guy. He's a young, hip upstart. Oh, he was seen <laughs> on stage by Governor Kim Reynolds This was called the fair side chat Mm. and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, evidently, although he's polling quite, uh, quite behind everybody, really. (laughs) But he is, again, making uh, all the rounds on television news. Mm -hmm. He's got a bunch of money. Yep. I don't think his ideas seem to be very good. And again, do we need a um, 37 year old billionaire? To be president of this country, I don't think so. Nonetheless, he's mm. making his appeal to the young supporters. And who mm, better huh? to use as a walk-off song than Eminem? Oh. No. All the kids love Eminem.
4: <laughs> right. Remember Eminem? Yeah. yeah the kids,
2: they, they love him. They love him over there. And, and so evidently when Vivek leaves the stage, he plays Lose Yourself um of course from the fantastic film there starring Eminem 8 Mile, eight, eight mile. mile. Mm-hmm. and in, in when i think of 8 mile and hip hop i think of Vivek Ramaswamy i do too <laughs> so this is vivek uh breaking into his rendition of eminem's lose yourself uh the crowd was, was didn't really know Loves what to it. do i do, yeah they no, lost themselves. it's iowa <laughs> it's iowa um so they said <laughs> now what fair. is now what is this music here and uh, he talked about uh, a lot of different things that didn't seem to matter but this is what made the news let's just check out vivek ramaswamy singing lose yourself and maybe we can judge he versus tan mom who's better
4: Mm. Loud. He opens his mouth But the words <laughs> won't come out He's uh-huh. joking how? Everybody's joking People are out. laughing at the him Actually in the crowd Time's um up, over, plow. Snap back to reality Up oh, there goes gravity Oh there goes gravity, oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> He's so mad
2: But he won't give you up he
4: old he he He's, He's old He's, 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 He's He knows batty. Batty. He's old He's He's old He's old He's He's old He's old He's old He's old He goes back To this <laughs> home No one knows What to like it. Right. Wow, isn't that fun? <laughs> that
3: he's there with the governor, Kim Reynolds.
2: Kim Reynolds, she's is dancing. dancing she's to high, oh, she high fived yeah, him. Course, oh, they're very hip.
3: Now he's uh, everyone's aiming their camera at him, rightfully because he's doing, He's just all done right. something insane and gentlemen of the oh. Iowa State Fair, stick uh. around. Ambassador <laughs> Nikki Haley is up next at 9.30. <laughs> of course. What a wild In time. In
2: the meantime, JR's is
4: open, serving oh. food <laughs> and
2: drinks. Oh. Check out JR's, everybody. Man, I love All right, Iowa so there's State Fair. And, uh, you know, Kim Reynolds really dancing over there. She's a horrible governor, a total tyrant. But she's it's just nice she can, she can cut loose drunk. every now and again.
3: Yeah, well, she does cut loose. I've learned uh, on my recent Denver trip from a fellow uh, Iowan that uh, she's a, a very big a boozer and she has multiple DUIs. Mm, good. <laughs> she's oh, having there you
2: her. go. Well, that's definitely something that you want to... That you want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exciting. <laughs> all right. Um, also, when it comes to updates, Frank LaRose, thank you all, everyone who uh, sent some messages to his former um, uh, press, secretary. press secretary and he is now Thank former you.
3: as you're about to uh, get
2: to. Yeah. So Ohio secretary of state, Frank LaRose, he has fired his press secretary. <laughs> <laughs> Boom.
3: <laughs> Top hat results over
2: tweets, criticizing Donald Trump, evidently. But uh, yeah, good job, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> we,
3: we played our small role in making sure Rob Nichols had a really shitty week. <laughs> but it is the the fascinating thing. Rob Nichols had this obscure Twitter account and he used to tweet anti-Trump things. And if you want to win a Republican primary, these days you can't be doing that
2: i guess you can't especially if you don't have a backbone right Mm -hmm. you certainly can't do it yeah rob nichols a veteran in republican communications he was fired because of the tweets three sources with knowledge of the situation have said that what he did was simply unacceptable because (laughs) he does not show enough support for Donald Trump oh, <laughs> I can't make crazy it Crazy thing
3: though It's you know They're living by their own rules now mm-hmm.
2: So Yes Interim press secretary Mary Cincolo, Cincolo, Cinkolo Sincolo probably Something like that <laughs> Anyway now she's the press secretary So Maybe they have the same Is the same number
3: <laughs> Oh that'd be very interesting Also
2: well, you know I just don't Don't kick him while he's down But if you want to send Rob a Sorry or <laughs> sorry,
3: something Sorry
2: bro You know like um, Tommy boy with uh, With the uh, Danny Aykroyd yeah, here's he, he give the guy a bucket of ice and have him mice down his marbles because right, right, uh, right, he hit right. him in the balls real hard. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, anyway, he, he had a horrible campaign start. And this is the way that people can judge how well he will be as a leader in Frank LaRose, of course. Yeah, and the fact that he's already firing his press secretary. Really? Not a good thing.
3: No, nope, nope, not not a very bad month for Frank LaRose and a very bad week for old Rob Nichols.
2: Yes, apparently there was a progressive activist. Was it
3: you, Travis? No, it's my friend DJ Burns from the Rooster. Oh, <laughs> we actually get it. a lot of content from that guy. <laughs> That's
2: great. He shared the screen grabs of the late night tweets. Yeah, on X. Well, yeah, and <laughs> no, then they no. said, "Oh, you can't do that now." Right, right. And uh, there you go. So
4: he's gone. <laughs> I, I, I mean, they're on the they're on the opposite side of me, spectrum wise and politically. Yeah, but I do feel bad for the guy because it was a private account, right? His Twitter, yeah, it was a yeah, pre- but
3: he's a communications guy, and that's what's so funny to I me mean, He's like he couldn't handle tweeting. He would do these late night tweets where he would attack Trump, he'd attack progressives. It's but it's, if it's, it's his, his own account,
4: how isn't how is that not free speech? Yeah,
3: what well, is free speech? It it is free, yeah, but, he's mean, but he was endangering his boss's Senate mm, run, and that's yeah, what's so funny you know, is you're right, you're because right. Because you're right, now, I mean, even Frank, La- yeah. Frank LaRose used to have anti-Trump tweets because he was a Kasich supporter in 2016 it's like that's what's so funny about all these senate races if you want that trump bump you want that trump endorsement (laughs) now you gotta backtrack all the way back to 2016 they're living by their own rules and it's they're the ones who made the rules and it's funny to see them fail at following their own rules it is
2: interesting also Nichols he was the previous press secretary for Ohio governor John Kasich and that's something (laughs) take that Uh, So anyway, this is uh, according to a former state government colleague. This is what they said of Nichols. Rob is talented and liked the media because he's responsive, informed and a grown up. Mm. He's (laughs) also uncommonly loyal and a fierce defender of his boss. And he takes that mission to social media. Where he's spicy, in mm. keeping with it. Ooh. When I think of spicy, oh, I think, think of, of old Rob Nichols. Nichols. <laughs> what a spicy Midwest Republican press secretary <laughs> yeah. he is. Yeah, it's anything. Nothing but, spicier than that. He's the Selma Hayek. Yeah, he's the uh, press you know, secretary. He's
4: about as spicy as mayonnaise. So, so, so that is pretty <laughs> spicy in Ohio. So if you guys discovered that I had a secret X account that uh-huh. treated pro-Trump stuff, uh-huh. how would you be as upset? as yeah, you, I you don't do look. whatever you want to do I, wouldn't look, yeah, I would look he's not on do. there and I, I
3: have my own select world of X now I guess <laughs> that I'm just yes. Ohio politics and Columbus Crew soccer and that's it that's all I care about uh, and you know zitter zitter has consequences yeah. Ooh, yes it, zitter, does. it does I don't know
2: what that yeah what do you call it now zitter I don't give a
0: fuck BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the US economy in 2022
1: All
2: right. Speaking of not giving a fuck and uh, in the world of political media, Tucker Carlson,
4: <gasps> oh, yeah. he went on from a name Fox. name I haven't
2: heard in a while. I know. And everyone's like, Fox is going to collapse. It's like Fox is stronger than ever. And we've seen it a thousand times and we'll see it a yes. thousand times more. Yes. Right. The Fox machine is bigger than any one person. It's literally an intergalactic <laughs> fucking corporation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at this point. <laughs> so there was this guy, his name was Chadwick Moore. And he wrote a biography on Tucker Carlson Oof. thinking that anybody would care. Right. There's no there. Everyone does have ups and downs in their life. I'm sure Tucker has. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Fucking boring. Right. <laughs> it's a boring life. dude. You're boring. There's no he wasn't adopted at a young age. Right. He didn't. There's nothing. It's not, you know, it's not the jerk starring Steve Martin. Right. he I just was had born a, normal a, a poor life.
3: black child. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: So why don't people care? because nobody cares about the life or childhood or lifestyle of Oof, Tucker Carlson so his book sold 3000 copies oh is that good no <laughs> just... it put it on the number 15 on the hardcover nonfiction list and oh again it's probably should be on the fiction list <laughs> and the uh it is also it placed number 57 on the Amazon list of best-selling biographies. And to point out just how bad this is, Vivek Ramaswamy's 2021 book, Woke Inc., mm. Inside Corporate America's Social Justice Scam. Oh, my God. He got all the way up to 53. Whoa. <laughs> the Kindle version of Tucker did not break the top 100. Wow! So there you go. Whoa. Nobody. Also, know your audience. And I don't want to be, I don't really read a lot of books. I, I read my newspapers and things of that nature. Um, So I can't, I'm not even really dissing you. Tucker's audience isn't reading. Yeah, we're no, not reading they're not reading They watch TV.
3: That's yeah. it. They
2: watch television. Yeah. Maybe they listen to radio. Oh, yeah. But they're not picking up Tucker's new autobiography. No. <laughs> so anyway, just another example, again, of what happens when you go on your own. And if you were still at Fox News. All of those numbers would have been been way increased, right? yeah, Because absolutely. what Fox does is they purchase all of the books, mm-hmm. and then you go up to number one, and they can say we're New York Times bestsellers. Right, that happened with uh, Andrea Tantero's "Tied Up in Knots." Oh, I remember that. She, yeah, she didn't write this book. The ghostwriter, it's this real piece of shit. This little guy. What the fuck is his name again?
4: He talks like this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't make fun
4: of me. He <laughs> talks like I'm like the guest.
2: every time I saw him, he was a jackass. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a, such a toad. I'll think of it. Anyway, he wrote the wrote the book. People will know who he is.
3: Tied up in knots. Tied it was, up a, it was a weird book. It was written book. by a man. Yes. Straight.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, he's a Russian immigrant. He, I think he thinks he's straight. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but, so but he's not.
3: Yeah, he's tied uh, up in he's tied up in knots.
2: Nobody bought that book. <laughs> and there were boxes of it when I was at Fox News producing Red Eye. Tons of boxes. And every time he'd go in and be like, Take a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were so many Donald Trump right. Juniors' book. Right. Hey, do you want this book? I was like, I don't want these books. Right? Nobody wants these. Nobody books.
4: does. That's the astroturfing we talk about, right? Exactly. Right. So because yeah.
2: he lost the machine, he he sold three thousand copies. Wow! Of wow! Of this fantastic book that again, it's just not who cares. Yeah. About the upbringing of Tucker Carlson, it wasn't rough enough. <laughs> That's all I know. Right.
3: Yeah, you're still wearing a bow tie by 30. Somebody didn't bully you enough.
2: Absolutely. All right. Also, when it comes to people who are just running for office to be a celebrity like Tanma, Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, he says he's ready to drop out. So there you go. Already? Yeah.
4: But he, he didn't said,
2: do anything. He said if he doesn't qualify for the first debate, he's just going to drop out. But then he got a bunch of money. Mm. Remember, all the, he, yep. he still he has a bunch of money. He found a billionaire. So I guess he faked it for two months, got a couple million bucks yeah. that can stick around in the coffers for his Ooh. next yep. political run. Yep. I guess he did everything he wanted to do. Right. Interesting. Oh, God. And then George Santos, his fundraiser, was just indicted for allegedly impersonating House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's aide. That's oh, ridiculous. no so George, It's like George Santos is a liar. But he's, everyone else around him is just oh, as bad. Okay, he hired a team he of liars. Hired a team professional of liars. team of liars. This guy's Samuel Meal. He's a paid fundraiser, and he would call up people, being like, I'm, I'm an aide for uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, <laughs> and Kevin McCarthy loves George Santos. Uh-huh. You want to give him some money? Okay. <laughs> Turns out you can't do that, right? Yeah, you mm-hmm. should. So Mealy's <laughs> indictment comes nearly three months after Santos was indicted by the same court. Wow. Uh, he was slapped with four counts of wire fraud and one count of aggravated identity theft. Wow. The indictment was unsealed in the Eastern District of New York, which Woo. I'm sure many of you will know yeah. why that has become famous over yeah. the years. Past- yeah, few months, yeah. Wow. Uh, and years, as a matter of fact. So it was, um, you know, you can cheat and you can lie so much in oh, yeah. political office. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they are doing it wrong,
3: yes. they're just lying yeah, right? Wrong. Yeah, they're just yeah. not good at it.
2: I guarantee you he could have like parsed his words ever so. Like, right, right. I'm a friend of the aide of Kevin McCarthy.
3: Yes, like, the office. Right. I'm from the office I'm of Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. I'm calling from next door to the office of the aide of the <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. Like literally so many things. So
2: many ways to do this. Mealy was hit with a federal uh, election commission's a violation and complaint laying out the allegations against him. He accrued almost $100,000 from the Santos campaign for his work, including $50,000 during Santos's unsuccessful 2020 house run and 42000 for the successful 2022 campaign. Wow. Um, so again, the shit just keeps on coming and spewing. Out of Washington, so
4: I mean, for them, if you think about it, embarrassing or not, that money's still rolling in. Oh yeah, so they get you know, yeah. uh, you know, Suarez and and Santos here, they can look like morons to us, but we look at their coffers, they're good, right? Yeah, and yeah. we have a
2: great conversation a little bit uh, later on in these next couple of uh, weeks here with uh, Sal Albanese, mm-hmm. out of New York, who kind of sheds a little light on how politicians like George Santos take office there's not a lot of options in a lot of these places yeah and then it leads to frauds like him taking over according to mealy he again they're so stupid <laughs> he wrote in an email that he was quote faking my identity to a big donor he wrote in it, an email in an email <laughs> and then he justified <laughs> oh, it by boy. saying high risk high reward and everything i do oh, okay oh, yeah well dear. yeah, <laughs> well, <risk> indeed. yeah. <laughs> moron yeah yeah Oh, anyway, he was released on a $150,000 bond, Oof. and uh, his lawyer says he's not guilty, so don't worry about oh, it. Oh, okay. good. So there you go. Obviously, everyone does have the right to a defense. It just doesn't seem like this man um, wouldn't do this on behalf of a total corrupt politician. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, This is what Santos told Pierce Morgan. He says, This wasn't about tricking people. This is about getting accepted by the party here locally. That was regarding all of his lies. And I'm sure Mealy will be like, This wasn't about tricking people. This is about making money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, By tricking people. (laughs) You liar. All right. Before we get to what's going on with Donald Trump, speaking of liars and frauds, Marjorie Taylor Greene's 2020 campaign manager and two others have agreed to pay $50,000 for their roles in an East Palestine charity scam. Yes. Wow. You fucking believe this stuff. Yeah. These pieces of shit. <laughs> a political consultant who acted as Representative um, Green's 2020 campaign manager, they got to pay $50,000. Uh, they had a, uh, this was according to Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost, who we don't like, but sometimes he does things that are right. Right. <laughs> um, evidently, again, they had a scam. It was the, uh, it was a fake charity called the Ohio Clean Water Fund. Yes. <sighs> and it sprung up. I, I can't believe that they would do this. Right. I mean, I can. Yeah. It's just so unbelievable. And yeah. this
3: was pre-Trainwreck. No, right? this was right this after. Was oh, okay, okay. This it was like, post. Okay. Like in the days after, they are okay, like, oh, we have an opportunity here. To make
2: money and victimize these people even wow. more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael Peppel. Yeah. what's his name. Uh, apparently. <laughs> uh, he's the co-founder of the fake charity. Again, the Ohio Clean Water Fund he agreed to pay you know what a civil penalty is Twenty five thousand uh, dollars. and they raised that's way it. more than that yeah. yeah yeah that's it you get i mean and again drinking and driving ain't right but it's it, your fine is a lot worse yeah yeah and Rooms this person framework. literally saw people suffering and was like time to make some money right what a horrible piece of crap um there's another dude wartman And Mahoney, there were also fundraisers for the Ohio Clean Water Fund, again, a fake charity that collected $150,000 from donors in the aftermath of the February 3rd derailment. The group claimed that the money would be given to the Second Harvest Food Bank of the Mahoning Valley. Yes,
3: and that charity is real, but they were raising this money on the guise of we're going to get this money from the water fund, quote unquote, yes. over to the food bank.
2: And uh, mm-hmm. uh, evidently they gave $10,000 to the food bank. Right. As opposed pocketed to pocketed the rest. the rest of
3: it. Yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> God. Brian Costura, a Cleveland attorney, uh, he told the Cleveland.com that uh, Wortman and Marhoney were victims of a fraud perpetuated by Pepple. Yeah. Mm.
4: So, so they're being-
2: it's, So it's Wartman, Mahoney, and Pepple. Yeah. God damn it. That's, That's a horrible the, the law firm. The worst law firm you've <laughs> ever heard <laughs> of. You do not want Wartman, Mahoney, and Pepple. It seems like they're going to show up like with uh, cut off uh, jean p- pants, and then Pepple's just not wearing anything.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Wartman, you know, just imagine what he looks like. Ugh. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that again, the fact that this person worked with Marjorie Taylor Greene in Georgia, yeah. by the way, and then saw victims struggling in Ohio and was like, let's make a quick fund, yep. a fake fund to make some money. It just shows you what kind of people work in politics, specifically for corrupt politicians like Marjorie Taylor Greene.
3: Yeah, exactly. And like you said, we don't like everything uh, Attorney General of Ohio Dave Yost does. I mean, he was very egregious when that 10-year-old got raped and he like, yep. doubted her existence and she had to horrible, go to Indiana, to get an abortion. horrible. But this is a situation where, again, people in East Palestine are suffering and uh, corrupt. Um, you know, I guess they're, they're operatives, right? They're political operatives at they best. Are. And they seek opportunities like this all the time. So, thankfully, they got caught. And,
2: and uh, this Mahoney character worked as a staffer for U.S. Rep Elise Stefanik, yeah. a New York Republican. Uh, Green's campaign paid whamma strategies. That's where these uh, people are coming from. $71,000. Uh, between April 1st and late June of this year for fundraising consulting. Yep. So mm. that's just pretty obvious. I guess if you're in the scam game, fundraising consulting for a politician is an adjacent move. Right. Oh my so gosh. Yeah, move. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. ask Santos, right? You already have my the skills. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you do.
2: Yeah. See those people crying? They're about to open up their wallets. Oh, oh. it's just, disca- <laughs> I cannot. I mean, we again, we can believe it. It's just so sad that people saw that and again those are technically their constituents mm-hmm. right right that's your red that's a yes. red part yep. it's a red county it's a red part of yes. ohio yeah maybe many of them liked marjorie taylor green i really hope that they're waking up to see that they're just victims and all of this as well yes and all the rhetoric doesn't back it up just because i like what she said about drag show. who gives a fuck
3: <laughs> stop right. Right. i liked it when she sent me emails with Hunter Biden's
4: cack. <laughs> i like the big old cack
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes uh this is according to a statement. They say these scammers preyed on generous donors to try to line their own pockets, but ultimately we stopped them and shut them down. Second Harvest Food Bank will soon announce how it will use the restitution money, according to a statement from its executive director, Michael Ibris. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's something they can do something good with it. But yeah. It's
4: just horrible. And then they rob a food bank.
3: Like, yeah, I know. Like they they could, robbed like food you just, stole they, the money <laughs> from donors, and we're going to give it to a food bank, but then you just didn't. You just, so now the food bank's you fucked could do. you Marjorie Taylor works with some
4: of the richest, most evil people. Rob yes. them. Yes. Just, yes. Rob just rob oh, them. Please. Yeah. I, I,
2: you can't even make it up. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of thieves and people who want to steal, let's talk about Donald Trump attempting to steal the election in Georgia. Ooh. The most significant charges, in my personal opinion, these are state charges. Even if he was president, he couldn't pardon himself from these charges if he is found guilty. Ooh. He was indicted late Monday night on 13 charges ranging from making false statements and impersonating a public officer, which is something that we know he does and yeah. he did because he used to impersonate his, his own press secretary right. back when he was just a celebrity. Yeah. He would like call as his own PR guy. I forget the name of the guy. Oh, yeah. It was really it freaking funny. It was like funny. a
3: very funny made-up name.
2: Yes, and it was Obviously, him because yeah. he has one of the most distinct voices, <laughs> yeah. like ever. He's Queen's trash. Hello,
3: it's me, Donald Trump's wife. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> By the way, Melania wants to be left alone. Aww. And I did read an article. If they, yeah, she does. If they, if he does end up going to prison, they might do some conjugal visits. But oh,
4: how we'll about how we, well, about we can
2: talk? All right, let's get that out of okay, the way and then right. right. we'll talk about the eighteen people <laughs> mm. uh, that are going to go down with the Trump ship, which. If they didn't see it coming, I really don't know. I don't know how they wouldn't have. Yeah. But anyway, if Donald Trump does go to prison, Mm -hmm. uh, apparently conjugal visits. Mm -hmm. The conjugal visit is scheduled. It's a private time with a loved one given to the incarcerated people, usually a spouse. Mm -hmm. So they do have it Mm -hmm. in Georgia. It is allowed. Mm -hmm. Uh, If Donald Trump goes to prison, he would likely go to a federal prison. (gasps) Oh, never mind. Because he's going to a federal prison, conjugal visits are not yeah, a federal, federal right. Yeah, federal has a no Whoa. on those. So Trump could not touch Melania's boobies. Oh,
3: no. Now I to feel touch so bad for him. <laughs> yes. So
2: no hubba hubba. No hubba hubba at all, Matthew Mangino. He's an attorney for the former district uh, attorney of uh, Lawrence County. He says the Federal Borough of Prisons and Texas Department of Corrections do not allow conjugal visits. A handshake? Hug? Hug? Or light kiss may be allowed <laughs> during a visit. Hmm. So, so they were, they're slinch. gonna go from having no sex to having no sex at all.
3: <laughs> That's wow. Isn't
2: that crazy? Fun. Yeah, when Melania. Thought, just when you thought it could get
3: hot and steamy.
2: I know former president behind bar presidential heat. Ooh, you know Melania's
4: back there going like, cha-ching
2: yes." Oh, she's so she's got <laughs> so don't many. have to do this Christmas shit? She's got so many lubed up and oiled up boys behind her. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> All right, the eighteen people that are going to go down with the ship. It is a bunch of pieces again of shit. I feel like I'm swearing a lot today, but I don't know what else to do. Mark
3: Meadows. Oh, mm, piece of shit.
2: Yeah. Former White House chief of staff. He is one of the 18 individuals that are facing racketeering charges uh, from the Georgia's RICO law. So RICO, I'm sure most of you know, but it's racketeer influenced and corrupt organizations. Yes. This was actually put into place uh, in New York. The RICO laws got strengthened by Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani is going to be now (laughs) potentially facing those. It's the same thing with Trump, making it more illegal to hold classified documents. And it's the same thing as Giuliani. I guess they just pretend like if I write it, it doesn't affect me. Yeah, Do you not read what you write? (laughs) I wrote the law. Yeah, well, now you have to follow it.
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: Let's see. When it comes to Meadows, he he was ordered by a judge to speak before the Georgia special grand jury. Uh, He joked about false claims of voter fraud. And, of course, he also talked about... Um, why the election should be overturned, even though they knew privately mm. that the numbers weren't there and yeah. you can't just get 11,000-plus votes. Who else is on the line? John mm. Eastman, a Trump lawyer yeah, that who guy. engineered the legal strategy by, for Trump and his allies to overturn the election. He's the one who we've quoted before literally saying things like, it ain't legal, but we can try it. Right, <laughs> right, right. Kenneth Cheesebro. Well, Cheesebro. Another bro. key coordinator with the fake electors plan, yes, which we yeah. talked about, I believe, on last episode. The aforementioned Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. Just how much this guy has fallen. I know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't even <laughs> again I can't believe
3: yeah. it. Yeah. Somebody on the internet made the point that Rudy Giuliani was literally mayor of New York during 9-11, and yeah. that wasn't even the worst day of his life. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's, technically, that was one of the better, better days. He was, you he know was these great. politicians are. Like yeah. yeah. well, you
2: know he and George. George Bush were like, we looked real good standing on on that burning pile of human rubble. We looked, our approval ratings are up. Very, very high. America's mayor, he is facing six charges in connection with a scheme to submit the false slate of pro-Trump electors and the racketeering charge. Wow. So he was going to be, I guess, the delivery system for these fake electors. Um, Giuliani, again, will be charged and uh, he's also been charged with accounts of making false statements, so on and so forth. Jenna Ellis, another guy, she's a Trump aligned attorney. She faces two counts. Wow. She is uh, charged with uh, the racketeering charge. And then she's also charged with soliciting a public officer to violate their oath Oof. in connection with her attendance at a December 3rd Georgia Senate. Judiciary subcommittee hearing. Wow. The which was the first of three. Ray Smith was a member of Trump's legal team in Georgia. He also appeared at those hearings. He's facing six charges. Uh-oh. Oh my God. He's got forgery, the full state electors, two false statement charges, and multiple conspiracy counts. We got a dude who's red in the freaking face named Jeffrey Clark, not a Trump lawyer, but he was tapped by Trump. To fulfill a vital role, planning to appoint the Justice Department attorney as attorney general for the DOJ so he could launch an investigation into the basis claims of election fraud. Oh, my gosh. It's like, oh, there's fraud, folks. (laughs) Um, It's so much. It's so ridiculous. Robert Cheely, a man who maybe you haven't heard of before. This is the first time I'm hearing about him this week. He's got 10 charges Uh in connection with the alleged plot including a sole perjury charge on his indictment. Oops. Yeah, they say Chile is accused, again, all of these are accusations, of knowingly and willfully and unlawfully making at least one false statement to the Fulton County Special Counsel. Mm. Chile's other charges are tied to the fake electors plot. Of mm. course. So it seems like the fake electors that seems to be a real sticking point mm. for, uh, this, yeah. <laughs> uh, for these uh, allegations. Trump staffer and allies, Michael Roman, he faces seven charges. Stephen Lee he faces a whole series of charges as well. um, he's being charged with influencing a witness, Harrison Floyd he's the leader for the black voices for Trump,, oh. so what he did was he went over and allegedly tried to convince Fulton County election worker Ruby Freeman, oh, who right. is just a
3: worker. She's literally yeah She's yeah, just a worker She's just wor- doing
2: just doing this for like a, a peanut butter sandwich and a Diet Coke. Sure, sure. sure. Yeah. Just telling her grandkids, "Oh, I'm going to go work at the election." Right. This was never supposed to be a contentious job. Yeah. Right. So he went over to her, trying to intimidate her into making false statements about the election operations on the election day of 2020 under the guise of offering her help. He was charged with racketeering, influencing witnesses, and conspiring to solicit false statements and writings. Wow. Trevin Kuti, a former publicist for rapper Kanye West. Okay. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) It's crazy. Her involvement (laughs) prompted charges of (laughs) influencing witnesses as well as conspiracy to commit solicitation of false statements. And writings. She also pressured this poor Ruby Freeman woman. Oh my oh, gosh! Poor right, Ruby. <laughs> oh God! Fake elector Sean Still is a fake elector. Then you got Dave David Schaefer, and then the Coffee County breach. The indictment in part focuses on January seventh, twenty twenty one, where the breach in an election office is in Coffee County, where people broke in. And the footage surfaced in September 2022. It showed a forensics team working with for Sidney Powell, wow. who was the attorney for Donald Trump, right. gaining access to the office that day. And copying data from voting machines. Oh wow. no! You like can't the, do that. The, this is like Watergate, but like if there's like a dumber,
4: no damn a dumber version. <laughs> yes, but also not dumber, right? Yeah. I also mean, very. This is like technically elaborate. very involved. This is a yeah. This is a full like Rico. This is the mob. This yeah. is a full mob organized crime movement yeah. to change the election. Yeah. yeah.
2: Sydney Powell. She's also being charged. She's one of the handful of Trump associates being charged with violating the Georgia election law statutes and conspiracy to commit election fraud. Kathy Latham, it just goes on. She's just a retired teacher. She served as the chairwoman for the Coffee County Republican Party. She was spotted on surveillance footage welcoming employees of Technology Solutions from Sullivan Strickler which was allegedly paid for by Powell into the building. Oh dear. So Latham was one of the 16 pro Trump individuals who signed documents purporting to be georgia's presidential electors wow wow Uh, misty hampton another coffee county election supervisor scott hall lastly um he owns a bail bond business Mm -hmm. and was reportedly one of the individuals latham welcomed into the election office on january 6th he on january 7th rather i'm sorry he faces six charges linked to the effort Plus the racketeering charge. Woo. So wow. those are the 18 that's people all 18. and why they are uh, indicted in Georgia. Yeah. God dang, that's a lot of people going down.
3: There's a lot to unpack there. There is. Um, I have three main points I'm going to try to make. Yeah. Hopefully, like, well, you know, hopefully that was all not, not too rambly. It's uh, just, no. I mean, you just read so 18, 18 different uh, names and they're all being charged with major charge, I b- believe the variety is like 41 different charges right. are levied against all 18 different individuals depending on their involvement, and you oh. just, we went through all of them, so first and foremost um, Trump and his team is obviously, they're attacking the Fulton County prosecutor and, uh, you know, as a out of control, yes. liberal, Democrat right. activist, prosecutor, blah, blah, blah what I have heard from the ground there in Georgia is um, this prosecutor she is uh, incredibly smart but she is basically kind of what Folks have to do in a Democrat city. She's basically a Republican. She's very law and order. Yeah. um, But she had to run as a Democrat. And that is like even progressives are like kind of like scared of her. Like she's a little more hard on crime than even progressives would like. Okay, So this is not some just activist Democrat liberal prosecutor. This this woman is by the book. And would be a Republican prosecutor in any other state if it wasn't in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah.
2: So, and he went just so in on Georgia. Of course. I'm reading the 12. so I won't read all the tweets, but there's an article about the 12 tweets that might be used in this court case yeah yeah and they're all just targeting the people of georgia and the electors and the uh officials over there man that was a lot of pressure they put on them
3: oh my god and especially like you said little ruby friedman like you see a picture she's just a tiny little (laughs) yeah what are you doing yeah it's like the fact that they would find people like that and turn them into goons goons just a goon squad that would go and shake down this a woman named ruby friedman i know right so again um, is a variety Whoa. of charges, but they have done their research. I mean, you even said right there, the person who was caught on security camera footage, like that is what's going to get you in trouble. And this right. is my second thing I want to get to on these RICO charges. We just had this happen in Ohio. We had our Speaker of the House, Larry Householder. And my boy, Matt Borges, they Mm -hmm. went down On RICO charges because they Had this political operation That operated not only unethically But illegally in terms of They were like a mob operation That's what you're starting to see more and more Is that these RICO charges that were Once saved for uh, Again, mobsters, drug kingpins This is the only way they could be able to bring down the Whole organization is with RICO Because if you're in on the conspiracy If they have any evidence of you knowing That you're doing something wrong, then you can be charged under this RICO statute. Mm. And it is so crazy that, yes, again, these RICO charges started to really uh, expand in the late 70s and throughout the 80s. And it was an attorney named Rudy Giuliani who brought down a lot of mobsters in New York City, and now he's falling prey to the laws that
2: he championed. Yeah, I wonder if he's looking at the indictment and be like, it does check out. Right? <laughs> right, like, you know I what, did Ed, do that. And <laughs> ever overthought we were like a part of a huge like,
3: scam. A scam, almost like a, like a mobster-type family oh operation. God. Yeah, so— And again, uh, last point I wanted to make just on these RICO charges, not only are they starting to be applied to political criminals, which I think is honestly a good thing for this country because we've got a lot of corruption that goes, you know, completely on caught. But the key with charging all these 18 people is at some point, like any good mom movie, you're going to have people flip. Oh, absolutely. It's like, oh, I want to get out of these six charges ASAP. You sign a plea deal. That's what we had in Ohio. We had two of the lowly lobbyists who were involved in that whole scandal Mm -hmm. in Ohio. They took the plea deals. They get zero to six months, and they will just give the feds and, in this case, the Fulton County prosecutors any evidence they got so they do not have to go to jail, i.e., what happens is the lower rung starts to turn on the higher rung. And that's how you get the higher rung of criminals in jail by making sure you have all these lowly folks be like, hey, is it worth it? For you to go to jail for this long for this massive piece of shit who made you do this? Yeah,
2: and I guess the the ones that are lowering the totem pole are the ones who worked at the actual offices, huh? Yeah, and then it goes up to the attorneys, and then yep. it goes up to Mark Meadows, and then it goes up to Giuliani and Trump.
4: Yep, exactly. And wow. it, it's the the way it has to work though, because the lower rung are the people that usually we don't have a lot of money. You right. know, I don't have a, a lot of money to hire some lawyer to no. protect me against no. you, you got six
3: charges against you right yeah.
4: now. I'm gonna flip on you. <laughs> <I'm
3: gonna flip. laughs> oh, yeah, Watch yeah. Trump
2: flip on every one of them. <laughs> no, right? You know he's trying to flipper he's like i can get you 17 people right. <laughs> well no i don't know if that matters yeah. 17 to one i think they want the one and yeah that's my uh,
4: question do you, i mean at do you, not one of them didn't you don't think it clicked to just one of them that hey what we're doing being real shady uh, and coming I into think that another,
2: they thought that they're so stupid they were like we're really
3: doing this. yeah they're saving real. america. they yeah. thought they were saving america oh, i mean
4: you think about the heat of that time right the
3: the post 2020 election where then you know they called georgia and then biden was president but then we also still had those senate races that that were happening yeah. to for control the Senate, so that's why they literally, you know, from November 3rd, 2020, all the way till January 6th, 2021, they were all really hell bent on affecting the electoral college and making sure Trump won that way. And I really never
2: conceded the entire time they were talking about voter fraud as they were committing, <laughs> as they were committing well, they were doing it. That's
0: what I'm trying uh, to say, like, it's just infuriating. Yeah.
1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
0: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: Um, speaking of inferiority, when it comes to who's close to Donald Trump, there was Michael Flynn, of course, QAnon yeah. fame. Mm-hmm. Total fucking batshit crazy. He was a former Trump advisor. His new plan was to blame the Jews uh, oh, for the Holocaust. Okay. So there you go. So <laughs> like, he's only surrounded, it on with the only, only surrounded by the best people. Yeah. Uh, Michael Flynn, yeah, he's a Christian nationalist, which means white nationalist. And if I was a Christian, I would be upset that we even refer to him as a Christian, but right. that's what he self identifies as. Right. Um, certainly not uh, in, uh, I suppose, in name and for power only, mm-hmm. or whatever his bastardized version of christianity is but again that's why religious is a religion organized religion can be tainted mm-hmm. in so many ways he suggested that mothers were complicit in handing over their kids to go on the trains to auschwitz oh my gosh oh my God. he says any mother would be told give me your child give me your baby we're gonna separate you we're not just gonna put you into a club coach car we're gonna we're gonna stuff you in here like a sardine he says there weren't any guards Implying that they just gave their children up. Oh my gosh! It's just he's just yeah. Anyway, <laughs> geez. yeah. Okay. I know. What are we right. doing here? It's like
3: Jesus Christ.
2: What are we doing here? And this, of course, is on the heels of people like uh, Prager University, Dennis Prager, right, right? Total piece of garbage. His lies being taught in schools in Florida. I mean, now we're talking about. Well, it was the Holocaust? You know, it takes two to tango. Oh, my God. Shut <laughs> right. the fuck up. Right.
4: I do not need Michael Flynn to teach me about the Holocaust. This is kind of like a perversion of the, you know, the stories of the Holocaust that say that the guards themselves didn't want to do a, a lot of guards. Oh, right. not, not, just, was, they were just doing their jobs yeah, do- or whatever. And yeah, And so there was there's there's that, that whole, one.
2: F- there was that. I watched this documentary on this one chick. And that she said, if evil... I step
4: out of line. was No, the, oh. it was
2: this chick who fucking loved it. Oh, wow. yeah. She would rape all the guys and the gals and stuff. And then she banged Mengele a bunch. Uh, yeah, That was real gross. Oh, man. I believe she it. was thrilled. Oh, okay. she had Skin. That's where that song from um, that band uh, make a skin out of your uh, make a make a lampshade out of your skin. There, ah. they're dead. Blind Melon.
4: Oh my God! <laughs>
2: fantastic, fantastic band.
4: But I see, I see it as a reference to that. I see it uh, like you know uh, they they try to make it that. It, it was something everyone was going through. It everyone yeah. was going through it, the two to tango excuse, and that's yeah. not it. That's yeah. not it.
2: I mean, yeah. I I uh, I had a pretty good joke when I was uh, doing my little stand up comedy there, which oh, I technically this. Oh,
3: I love this. this is yeah. one of my favorite Kissel joke. It's,
2: uh, it's uh, oh my uh, my grandfather, my father's from Germany. Uh, my grandfather somehow survived. <laughs> I don't want to say it. No, it's a great <laughs> joke. Yeah, my grandfather somehow survived the Holocaust. And uh-huh. Granted, he was in charge Boom! There you <laughs> go. Right. Classic Kissel. <laughs> right. He wasn't a, at the Holocaust. I was, he wasn't. He was not there.
3: He was not there. <laughs> It was just a joke, he was. Uh, that's the type of joke you see, and you're like, Hey, I want that stand up comedian to be my friend.
2: That's <laughs> just, oh, well, it helped. He was in charge there, <laughs> right. all right. So, anyway, lastly, when it comes to Trump and Georgia, they are now attempting to dox the people in charge. Oh, oh of they're releasing so, addresses. Oh, yes, names of uh members of the grand jury, names and addresses have been released. Oh, boy, and uh, hopefully this can literally lead to somebody's death.
3: Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. As
2: we've seen in many, many times in the past, um was it uh, was it uh, Gabby Gifford's?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, and you know, on, on
2: the conservative side that was uh, Scalise was shot. Right. You know, people do crazy ass things. Yeah. And uh yeah, the fact that they're trying to uh, dox these people. Uh district attorney Fannie Willis faced racist threats ahead of the return of the indictment. Grand jurors reportedly uh they're their addresses were spotted by Advanced Democracy, a nonpartisan research group founded by Daniel J. Jones, a former FBI investigator. And uh, basically what Jones says, it's becoming all too commonplace to see everyday citizens performing necessary functions for our democracy, being targeted with violent threats by Trump supporting extremists. Yeah, We talked about it in the last episode with the neo-Nazis taking up the power grids yes. yeah. and just the rise of this insane authoritarian viewpoint from this total psychopath.
3: Yeah, it seems like their only recourse for, you know, striking against any legal action is violence. I mean, even Trump suggested... Uh, If I get charged, I hope to see everyone there in Fulton County. Bring right. your guns. You know, right. I um, mean, it really is just like, and same with January 6th. That's wa- what that was.
2: Yes. When it comes to wasting taxpayer dollars, it's going to be millions of dollars in protection. Secret I Service, know. FBI, CIA. All of it. The National Guard. The military is probably going to have to be there. Yeah. All right. And let's tie this all together. Tan uh, Mom. No, we're not bringing <laughs> Tan Mom back. We are talking about a small town Kansas paper that was raided by a uh, Gestapo like uh, police force. Yeah. And uh, this raid is absolutely hideous. So Gideon Cody, uh, he is an officer in the Marion County Police Department. They stormed into the Marion County Records Office this past Friday. They had a search warrant, which was illfully given right. i believe the judge that gave it has like multiple duis isn't bad shit crazy something right Something like that yeah something like that so they raided the home also of the editor uh and publisher eric meyer uh his he was living with his 98 year old mother or rather his 98 year old mother was living with him mm-hmm. joan meyer because of this raid she died mm. um she died the following day of shock and grief that's what meyer said and I would imagine you're 98, you live in a small town, and all of a sudden you're being raided and they're taking your phones. Right. And, again, right. we speak with uh, Sherman Smith about this on the next episode. Make sure you check that out. They, It's just devastating. They took their smart speakers. Um he answered the doors. The, the man answered the door, uh, Eric Meyer. He's 69 years old, thinking that it was Meals on Wheels.
3: Oh, oh for his mom. And stuff. Literally thought oh, wow. it was Meals
2: on Wheels. Wow. And no, then they bust down the door.
3: Yeah, it's gazpacho police <laughs> this is what it is.
2: Uh, Marion Police Chief Gideon Cody, he worked for 24 years at the Kansas City Police Department, where sources claimed he had been accused of sexual misconduct. Mm. So then he uh, left there and got this job in Marion County. So the city board has to be held accountable. Anyone that allowed this man to become the chief of police uh, in Marion Mm -hmm. needs to be held accountable. Um, Obviously, this sparked massive First Amendment concerns. The sheriff has said that he had nothing to do with it and said, give this equipment back. But Mm -hmm. again, that's also an indictment on him. Sure. Because you got to know where these... Those are your deputies at the end of the day. Yeah. So... This is uh, one of those stories that you never think is going to happen here. Right. It did. And the Marion County record, happy to say it's still around. And hopefully this gets them more eyeballs than ever before. But all they were trying to do was do their freaking job. And because of that, a 98-year-old woman is dead and the paper was momentarily shut down.
3: That's crazy. Yeah, you don't expect that to happen here in America.
2: You don't. According to Meyer, again, the man who opened the door thinking it was Meals on Wheels, he says, this is the type of stuff, you know, That Vladimir Putin does, that third world dictators do. He said this is the Gestapo tactics from World War II. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This story is just so unbelievably sad. It was a search warrant. They said it was because uh, of uh, allegations of identity theft by its reporters, which isn't a thing like they didn't do that. Uh, The claim was made by local restauranter Carrie Newell after someone sent the paper and a member of the local council documents that showed that she had a DUI which uh, would make it illegal for her to have a liquor license. Oh. So uh, there was ooh. some small-town right. bullshit going right, on. Right, right. And the paper is reporting on yeah. small-town bullshit that's going on. That's what we do here. And they're allowed to do that. And then they just had raids on three different offices. That's overreach, the man. Marion huh, County that's record. A little,
3: that's a little bit much.
2: Uh, it was five officers, I believe. Correct? Yeah. Five right. off, so small-ass police department of just... I guess not a lot of crime going on, so you better make it. And well, why don't we become the criminals? OK. Then there's crime
4: going on. We can bust ourselves. <laughs> you got to get in. <laughs> and we, and you, we see in our conversation with Smith that uh, they didn't even proceed with the story. It was they were just information yes. gatherers right. and decided not to even publish the they story. They never published yeah. her
2: DUI yeah. details and Meyer denied acting illegally, claiming that they had been sent to the papers reporter, Deb Groover. Because of the legal sparring between Newell yeah. and her ex-husband. Sure. Mm. So this is just a this is a family feud. Right. It's a divorce gone crazy. Yeah. And the fact that this woman was somehow able to weaponize the police force. I know. And have them raid this paper. Well, it's who, just insane.
3: It's Money. I mean, yeah. Who do you think let her off easy with that DUI, apparently. Right. That, that's when it's like, oh, it really is like that small town bullshit where it's just like yeah. you pick your
2: side. And then Also, when it comes to the cops, this gal, Deb Groover, just a reporter, right? Right, right, right. Uh, they grabbed her cell phone from her house or from her home and dislocated
3: her finger.
4: Yeah, he pulled it out of her what hand. Yeah. Uh, what,
3: it's, come it's on. Police force. Good grief.
2: At- uh, cody 54 again the, the police chief he declined to comment oh i bet yeah this man needs to be held accountable and something needs to happen here this can never happen
3: again yeah yeah uh, not ironic that he doesn't know how to talk to the press <laughs>
2: yeah really just absolutely disgusting and now everyone uh Thinks that he's definitely guilty of sexual misconduct. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Everyone yeah, yeah. knows
4: what you did now in Kansas, Jeez. buddy. <laughs> yeah, so a good dude.
2: job, and the paper is going to come off stronger than ever. But it just can't happen. And right. you know, if it was, if it wasn't for like with our conversation with Sherman Smith and uh, in his paper, if it wasn't for them, right, maybe we never would have we even known have this. It.
3: Right, right. I mean, the, the chilling effect this has not just on Kansas reporters, but, I mean, this had international reverberations. And, again, check out our upcoming conversation with Sherman Smith from the Kansas Reflector. Yes, They were the ones who broke the story, and uh, it really is good stuff.
2: Yes, and, it is. And if you want to – I'm sorry, Fernando, an just one second. If you want to read that article, it is uh, entitled – it's the thekansasreflector.com. And it's entitled "Police Stage Chilling Raid on Marion County Newspaper, Seizing Computers, Records, and Cell
4: Phones." Mm-hmm. To me, uh, you're going to hear this a little bit in our uh, interviews in the coming weeks. But it's about everyone watching. The, you know, we talked a little bit with Sal, and he talks about how people in uh, all around the world are watching New York. Yeah. I think people all around the world are watching America, especially Absolutely. in places like Russia. Yeah. They watched January 6th, and they said. You know, um, January 6th is kind of like a testament for Russia in saying we are right. Democracy isn't real. Democracy Uh, doesn't work. mm -hmm. Violence can stop democracy. And so we, as you know, as a democracy and as Americans, we have to tell them, no, that's not the fact. These people are going to jail. When you do things like try to stop democracy with violence, there is consequences. And same with free speech. Mm -hmm. When you try to obliterate free speech when you try to squash free speech there is consequences yeah. and so i like that this story is making national news and yes. hopefully international news right. because i want putin seeing no right this is america democracy wins here yeah, yeah no one
3: is above the law here whether you're president trump or gideon whatever the hell his name yeah, is
2: cody i believe yeah 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 um and of course the judge that signed this warrant was laura Vire, so she also might be complicit in all of this you'd think that you would you can't just sign every frickin warrant. The, you got to ask why. Yeah. Yeah. And right. The fact that this or she didn't ask why or she did and she thought it was level uh, that it warranted this. It just simply does not. All right. The warrant sought, that buyer signed in the Marion County record, uh, it has since been withdrawn due to insufficient evidence. Ah, mm. imagine that. So this woman also be yeah. has to be held accountable for her role. Um, and, again, Judge Laura Vier had previously been arrested for two DUI indictments. And she's a judge. In 2012. I mean, everyone's allowed to be better. It's just doesn't <laughs> seem like seems like she's still drinking.
3: Yeah, or something. I mean.
2: Yes. Hey, we want to go raid the newspaper. Yeah, sign. All
3: okay. right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all DUIs in
4: that town. I wonder. Seems like there's a lot of DUIs. Not much to do there. I understand. I think it's out of 2,000. Right. You know, crazy things can happen, but consequences are where we show our, our our the rule of law. Yeah, The consequences for those actions. And, and local elections matter, like Ben uh, said, yes. and, and Sherman Smith points out in our
3: upcoming conversation.
2: Well, technically that chick is the law, and that's what's so scary about it. But
3: that judge, that's an elected... Local judges are elected locally. The city council, like you said, how in the hell did they miss all of these allegations against Gideon Cody before they gave him the yeah. big job? So there's... You know, it, the nice thing is, is that I think people... To your point, Fernando, are
2: Mm. waking up. Well, and if you are in this town, you can probably unseat this judge with
4: 900 votes. Yeah. Yeah. just uh, only 2,000 people or something. Mm -hmm. Whatever.
2: Good Mm -hmm. grief. All right, everyone. Uh, We will keep you updated on everything going on. We're going to be off here for a couple of weeks. We'll be back uh, just after, I believe, what is it? Labor Labor Day? Day. Just after Labor Day, yeah. And, of course, in that time, there's going to be the first GOP presidential debate. That'll be taking place in Milwaukee. Um, So we will uh, keep our ears and eyes open on everything going on all around. Uh, But, of course, enjoy the content that we have coming up. We have some great interviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, David Pepper is back with us. Sal Albany is talking about New York City and vote and rank choice voting. And then, of course, Sherman Smith discussing what's going on in Kansas.
3: Absolutely. And then when we're back in September, come check us out at Flappers in Burbank. Sunday, September 17th. It's actually Constitution Day. Ooh, well, so isn't
2: that exciting.
3: We will be reading it verbatim from oh, the stage, yeah. just what everybody wants from our Hail Yourself America shows. We yes. the people. Wait, that's the preamble, isn't it? Uh, you're thinking of the Declaration of Independence, okay. sorry, my sorry. friend. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, honestly, they are very old pieces of paper. <laughs> and
2: uh, just lastly, 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 according mm-hmm. to the most recent data, as of August 16th, Trump is still at 53% within the Republican primary.
3: Boom. So <laughs> untouchable, <laughs> we Maybe. Or he isn't. I, there's
2: going to be a lot of shakeups. Right, right, there's right. There's going to be a lot of shakeups. a lot of time to go.
3: Yeah.
4: Also, that's no constitution. That's tan mom. Oh, my Whoa, God. She my. looks like parchment. <laughs> she I,
2: really does.
4: I, I see a light at the end of the tunnel in the fact that he cannot pardon himself with state charges. Oh, so Lordy. I see a, there's something there. And we got so what is Georgia, New York, D.C., and
3: Florida now.
2: Oh, so my God, uh, Lawyer up, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. Talk to you soon.